welcome back to Cup and Saucer, a concentrated podcast. I am your host this week, Courtney, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Hello, hello. <laughs> it's an, it's and- an English podcast. <laughs> I, I didn't do that because <laughs> mine's bad. But you know what? I really appreciate that you brought that out for the team. I'm also here with Manira. Manira, do you have a secret accent that nobody knows about? I do not know. Okay. <laughs> you paused and I got really excited. And I was, like, I was thinking maybe I could do it, but um, I don't want to offend any of the listeners. So I will not. I was but just channeling really my, my inner, uh, inner Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, Eric's really good at it. Um, yeah. your, your inner chimney sweep. Chim yep. <laughs> chimmery. Good eye, madam. Should we just watch Mary Poppins, Mary Poppins? for the next, Ooh, the I'm next down. one? I am so down. Um, the first I, one, not the not that one with... Um, oh, I've never seen that. I will not... I Only Julie Andrews for me. It's just... It was cute. Lynn, Lynn, Lynn put himself in a lot of situations that he probably shouldn't have. Lin Manuel, he he gets around. He he does. Does he things. sound Some, like a New Yorker? <laughs> sometimes he does know. a little too much. He, I won't spoil it, but he did a lot. So much so that I paused it and looked at my sister, and she was like, "You're not going to finish this, are you?" And I was like, "I'm not." No. Do <laughs> they sing? Can't. Does he sing the Chim Chimari? No, they do another. They do another I, step in time. Boo! No, thank you. <laughs> Mm-mm. There's only one chimney song that I want to hear, and it's that Same. one. Same. Same. Um, but that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast <laughs> is about Gangs of London. Uh, last week we opened with Eric um, talking about episode one uh, A and one B, um, which I think just does like a really great job at uh, introducing our characters. Um, and I'll be talking about episodes two and three this week, which I think give a lot of like background to the family dynamic and how things work in the uh, London underground. <laughs> that felt so lame. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. No, you're right. It does. That's no. what it is. It's, I, it's I was going to call London. it the underbelly, but then I was like, that feels fake. <laughs> The, L- that London, was tr- London crime families, all that good stuff. The good old crime syndicate. Yep. Um, great. So let's just jump right into episode two. So it opens up um, and we see a young Finn taking Sean into the woods um, to test him on his first kill. Um, if Sean kills this man, he is fully accepting his life of crime and what it would entail every day for him would be willing to take a life. Mm-hmm. So Sean's holding the gun. He hesitates as the man begs for his life. The man gets a bucket put over his head. Uh, and I feel like Sean, that would make it easier, though. Like, you don't see the guy's face. It. Yeah. And, but my confusion, I guess, was around, like, okay, is the bullet going into the man? Like, the bucket's on the head. How does he die? It's a thin bucket. And those were there's, there's also bullets. a margin of error. Like it's a small bucket. I mean, it's it's a it's a you know a head shaped head, mm-hmm. and then a bucket over it. So <laughs> a head like, shaped head. <laughs> yeah. If you were to go off to the side a little bit, maybe you graze him, or you don't kill him directly. Like, what if you shoot him in the cheek and he's perfectly fine, just kind of bloody mouth? Somebody has okay. to take that bucket off and check on him. You mean like Finn was? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. 
so he's holding the gun his little hands are shaking he also i think gives me like a billy joe armstrong kind of vibe uh not him our lovely brother billy who is also there with his oh, gun billy billy very much had like an early 2000s emo phase and you could tell yes. it just looking at him it was giving very much when wake me up when september ends yep. um he billy, said he's not all right he's not he's okay not. <laughs> um billy is also there watching the scene unfold when sean's hands start to shake billy raises his gun and shoots the man which i also think is a very like telling portion of like how our family dynamic is set up well it's it's a little like you might have jumped ahead a bit because like when they shoot when they show it at the beginning they don't somebody shoots yeah you know the guy dies but you don't know who pulled the trigger you assume it's sean Mm -hmm. and then we find out later it was actually billy did you with them shaky hands? You thought it was him? I knew, I knew it wasn't him. Straight. <laughs> I, I, I assumed, but His like it's not. Like... It's not until the end of the episode that we find out that like, oh, it was actually Billy, and maybe that's why he's a little bit more fucked up. But but Loki, you knew it wasn't him because you've shot a gun before, and you know the way a bullet goes. The bullet was from to the side. He was going straight also in on both shaky hands. I, was, <laughs> I wasn't analyzing it like that. I was like, oh, th- this man is dead. I thought that he had actually <laughs> shot someone else because his hands were shaking so bad. But I, yeah, I, I knew thought they were. I thought they were gonna be like pan away and reveal that it was actually the dad, or or more so mom, the yeah. mom. Yeah, because she got out there and she was like, "Oh, guess what? I'm a stone cold killer too." <laughs> Following that flashback scene, we get another flashback to uh, an unspecified time where there's a group of men that take a cattle truck hostage i mean explode the entire thing apart Um, i thought that was amazingly shot i think that was actually before the 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 flashback because that's taking place in modern time but it started upside down kind of like how the first episode started Mm -hmm. and then you just see the cows like flipping around it's like oh god i didn't know what was going on and i told you my trauma with the twister ride so (laughs) it felt like flashbacks to universal studios and i didn't like it um but i was like where did the cows go and then i realized hey there's blood everywhere the cows cows are gone um and they tell the driver to you know get to the next checkpoint make the delivery as scheduled and uh they run off with the stash (laughs) yeah make, make the deliveries or we'll kill your family which I mean would straighten me right the hell up. Okay. Yep. <laughs> straighten him like, right the hell up. You know yeah, what? Say, he Absolutely. had just been in a car accident and apparently got his truck flipped his, over. His head is like bleeding. Mm-hmm. That did, they, did they account for maybe if they when they're doing this, maybe they killed the man that was driving? How are they gonna go from there? Someone looked dead. He didn't I don't think he was driving alone. If I remember it correctly, I thought somebody else was in the car with him. Oh, and they yeah, yeah. they left. I guess they picked the one who was like, I don't know, the most the alive and, and said, Hey man drive it yeah. get in that truck drive to your checkpoint like like they're supposed mm-hmm. to yeah fun 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 we find we're out we're still in drugs yeah we find out later why that those cows were so important oh my god <laughs> crazy. crazy love that scene <laughs> man i i had questions but we'll get i there love when that we the get butcher there. is like a multi-purpose butcher mm-hmm. listen he doesn't care what kind of meat it is as we're gonna chop it all up. Right. <laughs> Definitely got some flashbacks to uh, to No Country for Old Men. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. And our um, Elliot is being given psychotherapy. Um, 
I think, which I think is something that you have to do as like an undercover, like make sure that you're not getting like in too deep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is all of my law and order training coming into play. Um, not I learned order, that from London. the movie <laughs> In Too Deep with Omar Epps <laughs> and LO Cool J. I have never seen it, but Madam. I it's know not great. I mean, I don't think it's supposed to be good. This the man was in a movie called Anaconda. I don't think that was that good either. Did, have I watched uh, it? Yes. Madam, madam. <laughs> you are confusing LO Cool J with Ice T. I mean, sorry, Ice Cube. Are you uh, sure? LO Cool J was in Deep Blue Sea. Excuse me. You know what? You're absolutely Deepest, right. <laughs> bluest, his hand is like a shark fin. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I will put it on my <laughs> list of things to watch. It's a long on his name. It's yeah, a put, long put list. some respect on LL Cool J's name. Ladies love Cool J. First off, I I support James often as the sole watcher of NCIS LA. Oof. Really? Yeah. It's probably I you love. and like three old people. Uh-huh. Yeah, the two that live with me, my grandparents. <laughs> I love There it. we go. We have we have nailed it. <laughs> We've nailed the demographic. I love that show. Oh my gosh. I watch all of those NCISs. I am well, old... New Orleans is kind of good. I watched it when I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. Lucas Black. Mm-hmm. Um, comes full circle. <laughs> it all comes full circle. Um, yeah, that has nothing to do with anything. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> Off um, the rails. Vic is reassuring. I assume this guy is like her captain. I didn't write any of that down. I, but she's reassuring I... him that like, hey, he's fine. Yeah, I think he also He's had to cool, go because of the though, last episode when he yeah. like murdered that guy. Oh, in the sketchy uh like Yeah, with the with the butcher knife in the in the refrigerated shitter shitter shitter. Yeah, with the, with the pissy mattress and the and the, yes. the doodoo walls. <laughs> they came in so hot with the violence on that first episode and I was just I think I've blocked a part of that out. Yeah. I just, oh. You definitely want to block out the doo-doo walls and the pissy mattress. Yeah. I think every time you say pissy mattress, I let, like it's not get, like we saw high piss over it. So we don't really know. I know. No, you, you can but look like, at I that can mattress and go and just and, look yeah. at the hepatitis. <laughs> Someone is pissed on that mattress. You can just look at it and know. It's it's rough. Granted, um, in a so fight, yeah, I'm gonna use a pissy mattress to block a knife. So I'm not. I'm gonna I put my morals and the pissy mattress. I'm gonna put that to the side to avoid this man stabbing me with a very rusty, gross knife that he just used to cut a man apart. So, but then I can get hepatitis from a mattress. I can wash my hands from a knife. <laughs> I can wash my hands. I got nobody to like sew me back together. That's true. So pissy uh, mattress it is. <laughs> uh. It's good to know what kind of uh, <laughs> what kind of defense you'd put up if you were in that type of situation. You know, I think it's a would, hierarchy of things. I think you would survive, and I think I would just immediately. Who are the animals that go just on the backs and just straight up? That's like me. A, like a scare goat. You're just like no. Nah. Yeah, I'm just I'm going down. I'm going down. Um, no, put up a fight. No, nope. the pissy mattress is right there. Sometimes you're you're too busy thinking about what's like what's worse. Like, is the pissy mattress or the the rusty blade worse? And by the time yeah. you figure it out, you're stabbed. Yeah, don't do that. Pick up that pissy mattress. Let's do this. Everyone should be carrying around hand sanitizer anyway. So yeah, you're good afterwards. Just murder that guy. You'll be all right. 
I'll be all right. <laughs> and then I end up in therapy, much like our friend Elliot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Spit that blood out of your mouth, though. <laughs> who's definitely lying to the therapist because he's not okay. And uh, he kind of tenses up. You find out that Elliot has a family that he has not, you know, mm-hmm. elaborated on in any of these episodes. Um, a wife who has died and a child who has died. He doesn't elaborate. He doesn't give any details. I think she says like accident or something. Like, how do you, like, how do you feel about, about the accident? He's like, I think about her, him every day. Mm-hmm. And I believe the son's name is Samuel. Did I, did I write Yeah, that? I believe it's okay. Sam, Sam, Samuel, yes. something like that. Yeah. Um, And uh, Vic, his handler is like, listen, like he's fine. He's not in too deep, but I think, she and the viewers know that hey He's we're getting a little too close for <laughs> yeah. comfort um so elliot's allowed to keep going um within the wallace operation and then he's being called by sean to uh come investigate which finds elliot at jack's apartment who is dead from our previous episode um unbeknownst to either of them killed by ed it looked like a setup, setup, setup. It I think didn't. he noticed yeah. when he was leaving, he looked at the cups. I'm assuming yes. maybe he was like, why are the, like, I know he dropped uh, Jack's cup on the floor or did he put the cup away? No. Okay. So he dropped saying, the cup on the floor, I think. Right. He, he dropped the cup on the floor, but, and he dropped the, the really nice knife that you liked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you were killing yourself, after you did that, wouldn't the knife have fallen into blood? Mm. And also the cups, they were freshly cleaned because yeah. they were dripping water. Well, he also mentioned that the man fought for his life only to kill himself right as soon as he got home. It yeah. seemed suspicious. I felt like he was giving Sean like too many details. Like if you don't want to seem like a cop, I think you're you're giving him a little too much. Like, But you also want to clear yourself. Like you don't want him to be like, true, you know. Hey man, what were you doing? Right, yeah. you're the only one who knew um, where he was, or something like that. knew Oh, knew it was the um, what you call it, kid, Darren. Yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't think Isaac had any inclination of where it, um, Jack lived. Elliot. What did I say? Isaac again? A- Elliot and Isaac. Yeah. Bad with those names. Yeah. No, it's okay. I knew what you meant, and I was like, "Look at this." No, I, but, in my head, I went, who's Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like, okay, so Mark's there too, the bodyguard. Mm-hmm. I, he, I don't like I the way he was him. looking at Elliot because yeah. it was giving very much like, I'm going to shoot you. Yeah, we really <laughs> need to kill him. Like, we, we've got to get rid of him. He's got to yeah. Well, he's the same one that, you know, didn't follow Alex's orders before the bar and then punched Elliot in the stomach and left him outside. And then it was his fault that all that um, bar fighting happened. Mm-hmm. And also, okay, so thank you for bringing that up. It was his fault that all that bar fi- fighting happened. Where was he? Because Elliot got, what is that gentleman's name with the B? Bazir? Uh, Balzar, Belzar. I can't I remember now. <laughs> right, I want to say that, but I know that's not it. It was Elliot that got him. But where yeah, the fuck he was him. Mark? Where was Mark when all that was happening? Mm. Why wasn't he on the chase? I what think happened? he was in the ensuing fight, but also he should have been there. Right. He should have been there or at least 
down closer to where Beelzebub was instead of where he, wherever he was. Because when we were in the fight, I didn't see him anymore. And Elliot was able to move his way through. But you weren't? That's suspicious. I think I'm putting a sticky note on that guy Snape that I already Mark. forgot. Yes. <laughs> Mark. <laughs> um, he seems shady. I don't like him. Mm-mm. I don't like any of that. Mm-mm. It was gross. That's it. I just realized that I am the host and I was like, yeah, like, (laughs) let's keep talking. Now you dumb, dumb fill in the holes. Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, So we, then we see, I'm going to flip over to uh, Lale Mm -hmm. getting in her, uh, her uh, sketchy stolen shipment. And she uh, is informed that it's going to start a war. And she said, like, bring it. Like, Sean's, (laughs) Sean's not paying attention. I need to bring product in and uh, I really kind of love the character development for Lolly that you get in these yeah. two episodes. I yeah. really, especially like in the third episode. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's so good. Oh. Uh, Be- Besmer is the character we all call Besmer. Remember his name. Yes. Besmer. Yep. Yes. Not Beale. you are the keeper of the names. You that's, that's your job. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a, ter- a terrible job to be tasked with. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm gonna have no. to get me like a whiteboard and like write uh-huh. everybody's name down. <laughs> but then I want you to look like uh Charlie Day from uh <laughs> Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> Pepe sunny. Sylvia, I want you with the like the strings. I, I'm gonna need strings and whiteboards and lots of papers. Done, I got, I got it. all I'll this mail for Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> we have Amazon Prime, <laughs> right? We'll send it, we'll right send to it to the house right now. Um, okay, so at that scene, there was a fisherman. I really wanted that fisherman to be like a plant for Sean to like, you know, whenever anybody's getting a shipment, he sees everything because they didn't like shoot him or anything like that. And he definitely saw them doing that. I just thought that was odd. He might have been one of the guys like unloading from the boat. So he already knows that he's in some shady shit. shit, I guess. Those are the kind of guys where like you just you keep your head down and don't don't get noticed because you might get shot by an angry mob boss. Well, I noticed him, so you keep it that far down. Well, you're in the audience. You're, you're just watching the whole thing go down. Minera has a magnifying glass, I think, to all the extras. And, you know, if one extra just even looks the wrong way. No, you know, you know what it is. We told her not to watch ahead. So she's probably watched these two episodes like three or four times and just gotten real analyzing about it. Because she's just dying to jump ahead. I told you, as soon as we finish recording today, go ahead, move on to the next two. I not not also, watched it, it a million times. <laughs> shameless plug: If you guys haven't watched Manira um, and Eric and Maria on their Marvel podcast, this is Manira goes on there and watches the episodes like 10, 11 times. Yeah. With by the time we record, we move, the episodes like, come out on Friday. I've by the written time the next episode. It, yeah, by the time <laughs> we've watched, the time we're recording, that very next morning, she's probably watched it like four or five times. And when I tell you she comes every week with notes. So if you really like <laughs> like that investigative stuff, please please check out this podcast. I think it's so good. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But I wanted to plug <laughs> that because that's Heralds of the MCU. Yes. The new episodes drop every Sunday. Just just saying. It's really good. And like after nice puzzle. <laughs> after every episode, I like cannot get over how good it is. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm ready for I'm ready for the next episode, guys. <laughs> But this um, is good too. <laughs> yeah. This is good too. Don't get it twisted. 
anyway. Um, so in the next scene after she's, you know, ready to let London burn to get her product in, she's no longer sitting in the back waiting for Sean to get it together. Mm-hmm. Um, Asif? Asif? I don't know. Uh, they pronounce it Asif. 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 Yeah. Okay. Um, you fight, see this man who looks like he's going to be very threatening um, <laughs> head into a uh, like a public debate. You find his son is running for mayor of London and he is not only trying to be a the London's next mayor, but he is also very hands-on in uh, the dad's drug business mm. as much as he wants to distance himself, which you also find funds his campaign. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think it's like a, a Q&A at a mosque. Yes. And a lot of people are like, you know, one of the guys what stands are gonna up. What are going to do about the heroin? Yeah, he's like, one of the, my son died of a heroin overdose, and the heroin keeps coming in. And he's like, oh, no, we're going to stop the heroin. It's so bad. And then as soon as everybody leaves, he's like, so, Dad, when does the heroin come in? <laughs> the fact that he was like, I'm going to, di- like, I need to distance myself from. And I, like, before his father could even say, the business that's The business that pays for us, your fucking campaign, right? yeah. <laughs> I literally said it out of my mouth, like, no, no, no. Lie like any other politician and, you know, make sure that the family business is still running so that you can have something to fall back on. He was doing some of that good, that good politician lying. Not Mm -hmm. to your dad, though. No, to to his constituents face, you know, like a good politician does. (laughs) He sat there and told you that your son was a great boy and Mm -hmm. sorry he got hooked up on that heroin. Even though your dad probably (laughs) bought in the heroin that killed him. Mm -hmm. Probably. Um, so Asif goes, uh, to Sean and he's like listen my shipment got stolen what you find out is the shipment that Lale has commandeered as her own mm. and uh, is dishing the product out uh, Asif lets Sean know that you know when it's bad business for me it's bad business for you mm-hmm. so yeah that's when we <laughs> find out about what those cows really were come to find mm-hmm. out they had been smuggling um smuggling heroin and drugs into I was also through the, the cows like um I guess they're forcing force feeding it to the cows and then mm-hmm. they cut it out of their stomachs yeah. so when they when the cow shipment came in and it was empty that's where our, our butcher friend comes in um and yeah, those were big pieces every cow was yeah. empty <laughs> cows yeah. cows have what multiple stomachs so four yeah. stomachs yeah yeah I well, did you look that 4-H. up or you knew that <laughs> I knew that oh, okay I thought I, I, was, I thought it was three. I feel but... confident in four. I felt yeah. said it with a lot of confidence. I, I know it's more than like two. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, more than one. I only have one stomach <laughs> as a human. There's only room for one. Um, Is this the scene where he like starts or have we gotten there yet? Where he's like lining them up and taking them down? No, no, no. We're not there okay. yet. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry. I will give, I will let him have his time in the sun. Um. And basically, he um, Asif also makes a remark that Sean's temper is just like his father's, which I think is like another thing that's kind of important to to pick out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that that kind of manifests itself later in this episode. I had to remember like the pace of this episode, yeah. Um, which I thought was really important. I didn't grasp that the first time I watched it, and I was like, "Ooh, ominous." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. 
uh, Luan and Ed meet at a bakery, which also I'm always surprised that they're just so like in the open with their like sketchy uh, underground business, but they're at the bakery and I'm part watching. Of, part of it is how open they are to do crime in the middle of public, but also it's part of it. daylight. Yeah, I, say, I think part of it is also just us longing for days where you could go to a restaurant and sit down and eat with someone. Yeah. The tables were so close together. Yeah, and I, I was like, I was you like can, look at all the people You can people smell with his no breath masks. from where you are and no one's wearing masks and you forget, oh, this was filmed in like 2019, so. He literally said, um, we want some coffee, bring two coffees over there. And I was like, ooh, no. <laughs> You're, You're going to sit down in the restaurant? <laughs> My immediate thought was, I'm not drinking anything Ed gives me, even though <laughs> oh. I know I know from being the viewer that Ed mm-hmm. poisons people. I'm not drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling Luan, like, hey, don't don't drink that. And buddy. at the same time, like after they finished the conversation, I was like, but the coffee came. No one touched the coffee. This is no. rude. It was just drink for the show. coffee. It was yeah. literally just for show. It was just to make a point. And um he was going off about his uh his daughter's birthday and he was getting a cake made. Yes, and he was being a dick to that girl who was working there. And well, his like, daughter had dietary issues. You, you yeah. know, he said, "What was it? It, could, it had to be gluten free or something like that." Dark chocolate because she's lactose lactose intolerant. intolerant yeah, I promise you. Correctly, as a person who is lactose intolerant, I've never said, "Oh no, too much, too much chocolate." What will I do? Well, he was he was making sure that she knew it was dark chocolate, and not milk chocolate, because milk chocolate, I guess, would give her the poops. That's fair. You do what you want when you They make <laughs> lactate. They make lactate pills. Yeah, I was going to say, if I want ice cream, I'm either riding alone or I'm taking some lactate. I think it was to show us that um, he is particular. Yeah. Um, and he is very matter of fact because of the way that he was like telling the girl and like spelling it out and the way that he was saying. She was on that name. shit. She knew right. the name. She and knew everything. exactly how to spell it. He appreciated that. Um, I think that he, I think that that was giving us a little hint to his person, if you yeah. Are Is Luan another one of your bad babies? Or are you riding? There things? is something about Luan. Uh, I do like. Luan knows <laughs> some shit. It, it hasn't does. been revealed what he knows yet, but like, especially at his meeting with Eddie, he was like, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this is mm-hmm. another secret that I'm keeping. And he gives yeah. him an envelope. We don't know what's in the envelope, though. I well, like the way that, we like, do know what's in the envelope. We just don't know exactly. I like yeah. the way that he like kind of plays like he's this guy that's like, listen, I'm trying to be above board. Everyone's dicking me over and I'm the bad guy. Everyone is, is hiding a secret. Yeah. And but everyone like acts him. like no one has the secret. They're like, what? I'm just, I'm just following <laughs> the rules, guys. Uh-huh. What? Somebody killed Jack? Who did that? Oh no. Also, I like the name Luan, so <laughs> I I like him. He's he's fun to watch. He's fun to watch. And I don't think he killed Finn. No. No. No, somebody um, definitely planted him at that location knowing that it was his to try to get, throw blame on him. Yeah. Now We actually did I think we like grazed glazed over it, but um Luan hands Ed a manila folder and he says, you're the keeper of Finn's secrets, but you didn't know about this one. He leaves Finn, uh, Finn. Ed opens the envelope and it's a bunch of Polaroids. And you can see that he's like visibly like taken back mm-hmm. and he just puts him back in the envelope. And I don't remember quite where this scene started, but I wrote it down in the margins of my page and I forgot to talk about it. Um, 
my my bad baby Billy uh, wants to help the family out, but we're a fuck up kind of like we're <laughs> a recovering addict. He's definitely some type of fuck up. Um, it took me a while. I finally realized this episode where I knew him from. He was in Dunkirk, the Christopher Nolan movie. Oh, was he really? Yeah, I love that movie. It's is really Harry Styles good. in that? Yes, yes, he is. Yeah, that's the way he's a, he's not in it for a lot. He's in like um he, he has a few lines, but like he's just playing a World War II soldier. He's a pretty decent actor. So the movie's amazing. One. Yeah. Is is Billy a good actor in um? Is he yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have guy? a ton of lines, but like he is a good actor, and like everyone, he's the movie is about. Like, I don't want to jump off track, but like the movie is basically about these young soldiers at Dunkirk. So like all of these guys are like 19, 20 and like you, you get the, the, a lot of parts where they're just being very scared and they're believably scared because they don't know what the fuck they're doing because they're, you know, World War II soldiers and they're not like fighting men and they're being bombed. Okay. All right. I still haven't watched 1917. I I was just thinking the same thing. I've never seen it. Different movie, but both amazing movies. They're on my list. 1917 is a better technical achievement, but uh, Dunkirk is a better overall film. Okay. And it's got Tom Hardy. I was getting ready to say, Tom Hardy's in that one. <laughs> he comes out as a hero. Yes, but there, there's a bit that comes out of that. Like, it, It's sad, but it's good. Watch, watch Dunkirk. It's good. Mm. Listeners, watch Dunkirk as well. Really good. You heard it first. Um, we Billy's a fuck up, and he he just wants to like help the family. Um, but he feels a little discouraged after a talk with his mom and brother. And they're like, "No, there's nothing you can do." Which I don't know. To me, would also make me feel like, "Damn, like I really like can't get it right." So I'm gonna go blow our money on uh, sex and blow, I guess. <laughs> Well, he he couldn't get it right, but at the same time, like that's a, that's a very interesting party that happens in the middle of the day. We also find out that Billy is gay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which it's not, it hasn't been said yet, um, but you they open the door for that room service, and it is gay or G. Yeah, time. there's a, a lot of dicks and dudes in there, and I was like, oh, so this is how Billy gets down. Okay. Everyone was having a really good time. Yeah, I was like, this looks like, like if that was party. if that was my scene, it seems like a fucking great party. <laughs> yep. Especially for the middle of the day in London, I'm, like that's what you, that's your party, Billy. Go for it. Like everyone is doing drugs, and like good on him for abstaining from everything. I think he was just drinking. That's yes. about it. But like yes. there are people doing heroin and coke and all that shit. And he's there are people filming pornos and mm-hmm. just dudes making They're out. Doing and, the whole and, thing. And, yeah, really banging all right. over the place. And Billy's just kind of chilling back, just drinking his champagne. He's like, but this is not the good env- the thing. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is not a good environment for you to be in, but at the yeah. same time, good on you for abstaining from all of the other debauchery going around around you. And I think you can tell that he like doesn't necessarily want to be in this life, but he also doesn't know how not to be in this life. Yeah. Um, but he sees another one of his partygoers shooting up in the bathroom and he's like, no one's supposed to be moving product. Mm-hmm. I'm going to investigate. He so, saw his opportunity to be a good member of the family. He did. And I was like, you know what? Oh my God, like get it together. Like go. And he just, you know, the guy like nods off and we will catch up with him later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Manira, it's the scene that you asked for. Uh, 
Asif goes, uh, brings out the employees and he's like, got them hooded and naked. And he's like, listen, you guys need to start telling me what happened to the shipment. And he brings up uh, our first, <laughs> I was gonna say contestant, <laughs> our first employee. If uh, I remember correctly, it's the guy that actually was in the truck that they told to was. keep driving. Oh, well, he, he ruined it for everybody else. Had he told everyone, had he told the secret, you know, hey, I got I got jacked and told to keep moving. Uh, a lot of other people probably would have lived. Yeah, because um, here's my thing. Also killed everybody, right? Yeah. Oh, oh for I sure. Doubt but it. he was going to kill him either way because, yeah. you know, you screwed up and you lost my <laughs> lost my money. Because What okay. was it? Five million pounds or something like that? Yeah, I, I'm no crime boss. But if I got to <laughs> set an example and you were going to die either way, like. Yeah. And and good on him for not using a gun because that's traceable. He had, if you've ever seen the the Coen Brothers movie No Country for Old Men, the machine that Antoine Sugar uses, which is basically a lead pipe that like shoots through. It's it's a, a pneumatic pipe. I was wondering what that was. I was like, yeah, is this like a tranquilizer. That's, that's how they kill cows because yeah. it's quick and painless. Like they put it to the temple, and it shoots straight through and right back, and it's it's extremely <laughs> violent. Have you ever seen No Country for Old Men? No. That's his preferred weapon. Like he walks around with like a fire hydrant and uh, the tube thing, and he puts it to people's heads, and they don't know what it is. By the time he pulls the handle, you're dead already. You're, you hit the ground. It's instant death. Well, I am not a crime <laughs> boss either, but that first guy definitely. Even if you would have told me what happened, really? he's still got to die. Everyone's got to die. I need all new. I need if no. No, no. See, can... I would have killed the first guy, and th this can be our question for the day. Remember, we okay. have a, a mob ball okay. question. I had my own questions, but. Okay, oh, perfect. Okay. No, no, no. The, like, I want to kill the first guy. I would have made everyone take off their mask so they see this guy die, and then you go back and you know not to fuck with my stuff. No. Because if you kill everyone, then no one knows not to fuck with your stuff. They all assume, okay, we can still fuck with this listen, stuff because we're alive. word will travel. No. The other yeah. members of the organization will say, hey, listen, he just killed all of our drivers because this driver lost all of our product. Don't lose the product. No. Do you know how word will travel? everyone's got their clothes off we're in a meat packing district you go ahead and you ground up those men put them on their families mm -hmm. um on their family's <laughs> front porch that's how word's gonna fucking travel like, I you, you just took it to a whole new level you, it's i didn't scary. have to feed people their family members it's to eat them I don't well, want to be well, what a part if you of Meniere's Crime if you don't Syndicate. Know. Yeah, no, scary. I'm definitely not a Meniere's Crime Syndicate. Let's stay in Gangs of America. We'll send Meniere to <laughs> Not to Gangs London. of America. Yeah, I like, be in a gang. The, I the Crips and Bloods be... aren't, aren't grinding people up and feeding them to their families. Okay. <laughs> say they had to eat them. I just said put their but labels if... on them so their, pay, their people know. <sighs> okay, so here, this is more fucked up, but if I'm going to go through the effort of grinding them up and putting labels on them, I'm gonna make sure you they get to them? your family. So you, yeah, right. like take the yeah. He here's said, some I'm gonna make patties. a profit. Here's some some daddy patties. Remember that time well, that Aldi's got in trouble for that horse meat? Mm. It's gonna be just like that. Now they're yeah. cannibals. But they're not willing cannibals. They don't know. They they just know. Oh, free meat, cool. So are you mixing <sighs> it in with the with the cow that you um killed? No. Nope. So it's just all them. Because if I mix it in, then I got to make meatballs. You don't want you don't want right. to mix your meats with like a burger. Just make some burger patties. So you sure some, you don't want to come work for me? Because you got you jumped. If there I'm real gonna quick. do it, I'm gonna do it right. See? Come you on. slip we'll you slip we'll the family fun. a couple of daddy patties and keep it moving. You, daddy patties. We could rule the world, Eric. I'm just saying. Come on. I don't have the stomach for it, but if I do, I'm gonna like I said, I'm I'm either gonna completely do it or I'm not gonna do it at all. 
Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Just know if some meat arrives on your doorstep and you've wronged me in some way. Stop maybe, looking for your pets. Start looking for your yeah. kids. Start looking for your husband or wife. Don't, don't warm up that allegedly. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> I know it seems like a good idea. It's going to be spring soon. You want to crank open that grill, but mm-hmm. maybe, well, maybe don't eat that burger. Who's opening up strange packets me. of meat? <laughs> some people. Hey, we're people order. Yeah, maybe. I was say people order meat in the mail every day. <laughs> Butcherbox.com. Mm-hmm. Not sponsored by them, but if you want to sponsor us, right, come on. hit us up. <laughs> so that we don't have to feed people humans. Yeah, Thank so you. I don't have to feed people to their families. No army hammer. <laughs> no. <laughs> Cup and saucer sponsored by Butcherbox.com. Coming soon. Um, I'll just have a label on the box. Guaranteed, it's not your family. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that is a partnership I would like to see happen. Same. You had to stop talking about killing other humans. <laughs> okay, we're we're at lunch. It's tense. Sean's on edge. He wants answers, and he wants them now. I did enjoy that. That was a good transition from like the butchers to to like mm-hmm. them eating lunch. I was like, oh, hmm, I'm kind of <laughs> hungry. I could eat. Mm, not that kind of thing. <laughs> Gross. Um, we're at lunch. It's fancy. We're um why don't I remember our friend's name? Alex. Alex is clearly, I think, the business end of oh, this yeah. operation. And it shows because uh Kinsey shows up with the uh the other travelers. Is that his name, Kinsey Kinney? Kinney, yeah. Kinney. Kinney shows up with the other travelers and he's got info. But Sean is under the table. He pulls that gun. With He's the like, gun. do something. As you're supposed to. I don't see the problem. Alex is looking at him like, hey, man, like, we're in a restaurant. Like, I do business here. Calm down. And he's like. <laughs> I say, the look that answer. he gives Alex is literally like, don't be a pussy. Mm-hmm. This is gang shit. Gang, gang. Mm-hmm. Gang, gang. <laughs> <laughs> you got a gun. God. Darren comes with answers. Dar- Darren. No, no uh, Kenny. <laughs> Kenny da- Darren comes with answers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Kenny comes He's still thinking answers. about burgers. I am. I'm distraught over my ground up family. <laughs> Kenny Shouldn't comes have pissed the off the mob boss. <laughs> and um, they come in the form of Darren's encrypted phone. He gives it to Sean and he's like, do I have your word that you won't kill my son? And he, he played you... a dangerous parlay. Like he tried yes. to go and be like, I'll give you who you know who told him to kill like he basically told him yes darren killed your dad but he was paid to so i'll give you his phone and you can figure out who paid him just leave my kid alone um and sean is like nah fuck that i'm killing your kid too i'm killing him i, I might kill you fair he, he's literally he literally asked him he's like do i have your guarantee that you won't kill my son he's like no is, you have my guarantee, you have guarantee that i won't shoot, shoot you in the you back, in the back. <laughs> when you walk away fair that was very ambitious i would not be very willing to give up that information because i would be just like all right time to move me and my family to another place Mm. that is not here i'm gonna just let's hitch up the trailer and let's get the fuck out of england bury bury the cell phone and keep it moving um but he seemed to be very trustworthy and uh very trusting i guess not trustworthy and uh Eventually, Sean puts away his gun and he puts, mm, excuse me, he goes to get it uh, unencrypted. Yeah, he, well, he gives it to, um, <laughs> what's the guy? Alex. Yeah, no, he gives it to Alex and Alex gives it to Mark. Mm. 
and Mark then gives, well, well, um, that's when Sean gets the phone phone call from Billy mm. about, uh, the drugs and he's, you know, goes to meet him. Um, and then Mark is when, when Elliot gets up to follow Sean, Mark's like, no, I got a job for you. And he sends him off to go meet, um, Alex's sister. He didn't get a call from Billy. He got a call from Billy's, um, yeah. Billy's love friend. At the yeah. Yeah. Basically saying that oh, he hey, made him the love interest already. They gave kisses I, I, and stuff. Yeah, I, was oh, saying, I think did? he might have. He might have yeah. been an ex, or at least just like a, a fuck buddy. Yeah, it was a Sorry. lot going on at that party. <laughs> it was a lot, but yeah. I saw them. I saw him like I. Tr- I followed the um, champagne, and then he like I was going to say the butt, and then he gave him, yeah, and then yeah. he gave him like a kiss. He gave Billy a kiss. Also, I good on uh, together. Good on Sean for for being very accepting of his brother and his lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He didn't bat an eye. He came in there. And was no, like, he came in. He was like, "This dude's me. dude's fucking all over the place." Where's Billy? Yeah, and he's like, "Tell me the truth." <laughs> but we didn't get there yet. <laughs> all right, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Oh no, it's fine. Um, we're gonna jump into Elliot and uh, Ed's daughter, whose name I don't remember. Isn't it Samantha? Or Samantha. Charlotte? Samantha, not Charlotte. That's Sex and the City. <laughs> all right <laughs> i think it's samantha i spoke with a lot of confidence and i don't know no no it's you uh shannon. shannon shannon it is an s wow. name yeah shannon <laughs> wow first off i'm so we'll sorry we'll get it together guys sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> we, we will we just don't know anyone's names yet i'm so sorry um, and the keeper of names was supposed to be like throwing it out there and he was just real quiet he was like <laughs> i was looking it up because i had forgotten as well <laughs> <laughs> well uh i didn't have my whiteboard <laughs> Elliot and Shannon meet, and there's obviously like an attraction there. Well, so first off, some lady fucking spills coffee on him and walks off like nothing. It was like, I mean, she looked at it, it looks move. good kill. <laughs> yeah. She looked very much like it was a plant. Like it was, I it did that, feel like a setup. It? Yeah. I thought she was going to turn around and be like, right. Nope. She's just a very inconsiderate person rude. with her coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rude, and then she like gets back on the phone while she's looking at him. Like, yeah, she never got off. She's like, and then uh, when when he asked her what the package is that he's supposed to be picking up, she's like, "It's, it's me. me." I was like, "Madam, you are flirting way too hard right now." She really is. She's Listen, flirting like she is not a mobster's daughter. We are a single mom. We maybe haven't had it in a long time. Maybe she wants to do math too. She was throwing it at him like he got put in AP. Like, here's all the math. Mm-hmm. Like she was like, "Oh, take your shirt off. I can wash it." And he was like, "Madam, you don't know how to clean stains at all." And she's like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Somebody does my my laundry. I just wanted you to take your shirt off." Shirt off, obviously. <laughs> at the were they at like an art opening or something? Yeah, I it's like an, her, a, is that her job or is no? Yeah, I think she, it was like a restaurant slash art thing. She does some, interior. It might have been an auction or something like that. It was some fancy. Oh yes, she said taking an auction or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He, he had to have like a ticket or something to get in, and she was like, "Oh, he's with me." Because that white lady was doing a whole lot, and that white lady was not happy that she said he's with me. She was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I left that scene very well. He he goes to he finds out that she he has to basically show for her for the evening, mm-hmm. and then uh, while she's badly cleaning his shirt, he gets the call that he needs to go and um, show for Billy and show for and find Billy. Yeah. Um, to which I left that scene very upset because one he's like, oh well, I can't do this because I'm trying to move up in the in the organization and I got to go help Billy and your brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so sorry, I gotta put a rain check on that. But also, she left him with a worse looking shirt than when he got there. 
because she's she, doing a lot. He was like, you don't know how to. It, it's club soda, yeah, and you're doing this badly. You're you're very bad at this. She she was doing a whole lot of. I'll clean it. No, mm -hmm. I can't. But look at your shirt. You're shirtless. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to do this because I grew up rich and I had cleaners for everything. La-di-da, mm -hmm. la-di-da. La <laughs> anyway, you took your shirt off. Drive me around now. We. Which, good on her for being allowed to do that. Yeah. She, she was shooting she her shot. She what she wants. She's been shooting her shot since episode since one. Since episode one, yeah. Eyeing, eyeing, eyeing him the whole time. They've been eye-mathing each other for a very long time. Mm -hmm. Listen. As I said, she's a single mom. <laughs> she said it's been a while. Okay. <laughs> she's looking to get her back broke. Her uh, there's no, there's her no math for that. <laughs> no, it, she's looking to get divided. Ooh, yeah. that's good. That's good. Thank that's you. good. That's good. <laughs> um, Billy uh, <laughs> has found the source of the heroin, and he he wants answers. He wants heroin now. He wants to take a bag home right now, and he's causing a scene. It's getting wild. We're on tables. It's giving Tom Cruise on the Oprah couch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's like you're you're causing a scene in the shawarma shop, sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. The people are just trying to get their food. But he does eventually get his bag of heroin. Um, unfortunately, somebody does come in and try to stop him. Yeah. A very large, angry Kurdish man. It's Layla's um, second in command. Yeah. Or what is is it Layla? Lale. No, it's Lale. It's Lale. Yeah, he comes out and he's like, "Did you sell to him? Why'd you sell to him?" But here's I think thing. because he knew who Billy was. He was like, "Don't sell to him." But he didn't say that he knew who Billy was. So I was just like, "You want money or not?" Maybe it's not. Maybe he's not supposed to sell to white. Um, to white. Okay, people? that would that no. would make sense. Wasn't there a white girl who was buying it? Or for I was like, he obviously he obviously sold it to the guys at the party because they yeah. got it. So then I don't know. I think he's. I think okay. Well, the the one guy like he just walked in and was like, "Hey, I want the special one." Right. You seem very suspect. And then like the after special. yeah, after like causing a scene, he gives it to him just so he can get out. And that's mm -hmm. when Lale's secondhand guy comes in, and I'm assuming he recognizes Billy, and he's like, yeah. "Hey, I hope you didn't sell that guy because that guy is the person who." is not supposed to know that we're selling yeah he was at the funeral with lale so he's he's seen him before yeah well then it's time for a, a good old-fashioned country ass whooping and he's like listen just give it back and he's like no fuck off like i'm i'm keeping this and yeah. uh right at the right moment elliot pulls up and he's like hey get, get out and uh then they start whooping each other's asses um, but like a light. It was a very one-sided fight because Elliot basically slapped him around and took his knife and was like, "Get out of here." He did, and then he had to walk home because yeah, um, while he was um, in the middle of that fight, Billy stole his. Billy took car. that car. <laughs> <laughs> Billy was like, "Yeet." He was like, "I did something right. I gotta run home and tell the family." Listen, he was very excited. Um, I I understand that. Like, he's kind of the family fuck up. He is, and he did do something right. So. Yeah. And he's like, listen, time is of the essence, guys. I've got to hurry. Yeah, because he might end up, you know. Doing that. that <laughs> yeah. So, uh, having you, the, uh... you couldn't see that because this is an audio medium, but she she did the motion for so snort some coke, even though it was heroin. We've all seen Pulp Fiction. We know how that ends. I am still traumatized. <laughs> <laughs> it freaks me out. Um, oof. Uh, we see Alex. <laughs> 
he's wasted wasted i don't he says he's drunk but he's not that drunk no and then it's sean me. sean calls him on his shit immediately mm. he when he has when he grabs his hands he's like look they look very clean you I get your hands that. dirty yeah i love that i i voice messaged you because i was like watching i'm watching this and here's where i am i'm not going to tell you the scene but um whenever there's a black person minding their business there's always a white person minding their business <laughs> and you were like i know exactly what scene you're in that guy asking him like i'm glad i it felt like he was wearing a wire to me all yeah that guy was super suspect like don't ask (laughs) me what i really do no and why do you want to know do you want to end up at the bottom of the lake no i I know a very good butcher right my god i might not put you there personally because i don't do that part but i I know people who do yeah sean was coming right in there sean would have yep he was asking too many fucking questions. Yeah, all all businesses are dirty. All businesses get started dirty. Everybody knows that. Move the fuck on. Well, he and even that's told just him. the nature of the damn business. Yeah. yeah. He just went but, around the room and it was like, she buys child soldiers and he buys blood diamonds. And, and the they might that not be. For, blah, yeah, I was like, they blah. may not be legitimate organized crime like we are, but right. everybody's organized crime. So sorry, Truth. not sorry. Yeah. Truth. Yeah, so you I find. Like Go ahead. Oh, oh no, you're sorry. No, you No, I was just gonna say I like Sean calling um Alex on his shit too. Yeah. Get your hands dirty, motherfucker. I feel like this is a crime syndicate. Like I feel like that's kind of like that should be like comes a, with the territory. Yeah, it, it, the same thing with the kids in the bucket. Like they had to get their hands dirty to to get in with that lifestyle. Yeah. I don't think Alex has ever had to do that. No. Well, Mark said as much, so yeah. That's why he didn't listen to him. So well, we find out that uh, we know now where Darren got, is and where that little they traveler got the campsite camp is. info. So he tells Sean this is a bad idea, and as you've heard um, Eric Minera say, like he tells him that his hands look squeaky clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that also maybe begins to put a rift. I don't know because I haven't watched ahead, but I think that'll begin to kind of put a rift in between where. Um, Alex and Sean kind of draw their line in the sand and especially for like boys who were raised as like brothers and family I think this is kind of a clear indication like this is a life of crime and this is the life that like we've chosen but not all of us are on board I feel like also partly it is Ed protecting Alex from that so he doesn't have to get his hands Mm. dirty because Ed clearly will get his hands dirty in a heartbeat you see what he did to Jack that's true so maybe he wants his kids to be as squeaky clean as possible, but those white kids, you know, Fuck just them fair. Kids. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's fair. There's two different parenting. Um, you got it hard enough as a as a black Englishman yeah, from Africa. Yeah, true. Um, where am I leaving off? I typed these up this time, so but now I keep losing my spot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was, was a lot of page flipping. Sean Sean goes back Sean home comes and finds home. his mom. Yes. In that lovely outfit. Wasn't that all white outfit amazing? Mm-hmm. And Catelyn said, it's time to ride. He, he said, was like, you know uh, what, he's like, what? you look good. And she's like, yeah, I haven't worn this since your father took me out for our anniversary. To the Ritz. It's a special occasion. <laughs> I'm about to celebrate. Let's do it. I was like, as, at that scene, I was like, oh, okay. I had my suspicion, but you are a stone cold killer. Mm. And is this where we flash back and actually see that Billy mm. shot? No, no, I think it's I think it's after the camp scene, the camp okay. uh, the campsite thing. All I thought about was those shaky hands, and I was like, "Are you gonna be able to shoot anybody?" 
Yeah, it's, it's after Billy, after he talks to Billy, because like right when they're leaving, yes. he Billy comes, shows up in and, hot with Elliot's car. And he's like, where's yeah. Elliot? And then um, he takes him inside and he's like, you listen. can't come with us. You why would you do that? You you shouldn't have done that. You have basically basically what he's telling him is you got shooters on deck. You don't have to do shit like this on your own. Right. And he says he that just he just wants help. you to get clean and healthy, which makes me so sad. I'm just like, ah. Uh. Yeah. And then after that scene, when he's left and he's still angry and, you know, they left the drugs there, which probably shouldn't have done that around mm-hmm. a recovering addict. Um, that's when we find out that that Billy was the one that actually pulled the trigger when they were kids. Yeah. Billy also does come with the the information that he needs and he finds out that it is Lale's uh, mm-hmm. heroin that was stolen from Asif. So that does play a really big portion in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gang shit. Gang, for real gang shit. So they, I mean, this scene is like so crazy to me. I was watching it and I was just like, so many explosions. So many. So many thoughts. I was was worried. I was like, oh, maybe they just, you know, maybe they got all this stuff out in the first episode. I thought the exact same thing. Go a little slower the second and, you know, no. Oh my God! So much happens. In this I book. thought this, the worst the of it was going to be the last four minutes of this episode. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I thought the worst of it was going to be that man getting his like head blown off with the little the the cylinder thing. Nope. No, no, just they so, roll uh, up on that campsite. They do. Kenny's in his trailer. He, you know, says hi to one of his neighbors. Goes inside, looks out the window, doesn't see anything, and then. There's like a slight movement, and he looks, and then so at least a dozen oh, people. I yeah. mean, just gunshots. They just open shots on everybody. Everyone. Yeah. The man. They show the man in the chair. The neighbor getting shot up. I mean, he's taking like six bullets to the chest. He's like, if you've learned anything from this show so far, is that they are not going to shy away from the violence. No, and I am here for it. Kenny is now like, I have to escape. He's in there. He's getting barraged with bullets. Um, he starts punching like a hole in the floor. Yeah, he he took like one or two to the stomach, but he didn't die. No. Yeah. People are getting woken up out of their sleep shot. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that was sitting on the couch, he just gets up and he's like, oh, shit, I'm dead. <laughs> it was the man that came out with his little tiny pistol to come <laughs> shoot. And then <laughs> I think he hit somebody and he... Ed's yeah, I think they, they lose like one guy. Yeah, um, <laughs> Ed like backs him away and like shoots the guy. Well, someone goes up into the trailer. the The wife comes in. She starts jumping on Bex, and he lets her have it. I was like, Yeah, that one guy gets stabbed <laughs> in the neck, so they lose one guy. But then, like everybody else is like, I was like, Oh, okay, they're just gonna come in and do like a single spray, and you know, then walk off. No, they were going trailer to trailer, mm-hmm. making sure. And I shit mean, was let done. the chopper sing yeah okay so they were going trailer to trailer however the way that the trailers and the campsite is set up there's woods behind there they didn't they had people on top of the um caravans they had people hidden behind um cars but they didn't have anybody in In the woods yeah they should have circled them and then come in you know but that's a good point because while kenny is bashing his hand through the floor i thought he was originally like bashing through to try to like get a gun out or something i thought the same no he was just punching through the floor to get out (laughs) yeah he manages to 
basically escape. He's hidden in this little like tunnel um, as all of his friends and neighbors are like slaughtered. Kenny is apparently like he turned on God mode because he should have been dead so many he times. That he man should've. came through throwing grenades at him mm -hmm. and just shooting everything. I was like, how are you still alive? Why are you, you are resilient, alive? sir? Yeah. <laughs> um, which God, I hope that like I hope that there's more to that that portion of the story because I mean, watching him like bash through the floor, I was like, dude, you're gonna die by the time you get to do whatever you're doing. And by the end of it, uh, Catelyn is beside herself with joy because mm -hmm. you know we've avenged. <laughs> um, she has a real name, but. I don't, <laughs> I don't know it. Um, they rolled through like, pion, pion, everybody can get it. Mm -hmm. Sean, and everybody did get it. Mm -hmm. Sean obviously is, you know, coming to grips with, you know, the violence. And I believe you're correct. This is where we see that Sean didn't actually like shoot anybody and that it was Billy. And um, that's basically the end of episode two. <laughs> Uh, Marion is her name in the show. Marion. Maid Marion. Catelyn. Yeah, or, or Catelyn. <laughs> Catelyn or my mom. That's how I call her. Your yeah, mom, mom is very I violent know. then. She's very violent. Um. Okay, so my question for episode two was, and I don't remember if I, I don't think I wrote down a question for episode three. If you, um, if your best friend in the entire world told you listen like we have to go murder someone are you would you be willing to do so allegedly i mean the circumstances do they like, have a plan to get out like we're not just coming back home after we've murdered that person right because that's a death sentence to be determined i i'm just i'm gonna give it to you straight like the show like we we're not necessarily in a, in a crime syndicate but yeah, see, that's my thing. If, if we're in a crime syndicate and it's some gang shit and we got to do, if, if it's gang gang, then yeah, I'm down. I'm right oh, or die. You, wait, are you talking about Sean and um, Alex? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. No, I'm I'm shooting with you because supposedly he, Finn, was like a father to me. So yeah. if my dad died, yeah, no, I'm I'm right there with you. It wouldn't be my dad because also your dad was there. So what if your dad didn't come back? You you get yourself a gun and spray them. Start up, shooting. Spray them up. Right. Come like, come help me shoot these fucking traveler people. Right. Like that have fuck? nothing to do with this except for that one guy. But come and help me kill all these people. When I tell Facts. you, not a single person was left by the end of it. Not except a, for Kenny. Yeah, Kenny was able to sneak away because <laughs> Kenny's alive. As Manera said, they didn't create a uh, a border. Stupid. They didn't. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't circle them. Not they didn't flank stupid. them. They came in from one direction and just started yeah. spraying. It wasn't a well thought out plan. Like it worked, but again, like there, there's holes in the plan. It didn't work because you were trying to kill Kenny and you didn't kill Kenny. So I think they were more so just looking for, they assumed that wherever Kenny was, he was hiding the kid, Darren. Mm. Mm -hmm. Darren's going to pop back up, I'm sure. Yeah, gonna I hope so. Back, pack up. Wait. Kenny's He's going to cop pack up. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, any. Any so questions great. about episode two or anything no. you want to touch on? No. Okay. No. Just when I was starting to get like, oh, this is a this is a this is a family drama episode. A mild and, episode. Yeah. The, you know, we got the guy getting shot with the 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 cow gun. Like, nope. Boom. Here's all the explosions. And I was like, he said, "Here, Eric, hold this." Yep. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you, thank you. I will have another." Uh, episode three also 
Brynn jumped right in. It also begins with another flashback. Episode three starts with the violence. I mean, like it's uh in blood. In, in Turkish um Turkish Kurdistan mm-hmm. in twenty fourteen. And we, we immediately get what's her name? Lale mm-hmm. wakes up and starts shooting everybody. Well <sighs> with the quickness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the it shoots it's, it's, it's first, asks questions last. She really is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, she makes it inside of her warehouse and uh, sees the burnt body After of her killing husband. multiple people. Everybody that she came in contact with. She left no stone unturned. She yeah. said, I'm out for blood. Again, another lady. very well choreographed action scene. Yeah. And we find was, out that Lale is kind of a badass. Yeah. She is very much so. She's not sitting around and uh, waiting for anything. Listen, but- she had a lovely cape. Jacket. Mm-hmm. So we knew we knew she was down. She was going to be trouble. Uh-huh. Um, but this is where I, her, uh, I guess, beef for lack of a better term, her ha- tragic with, backstory <laughs> with uh, Asif begins because she realizes that she they've been sold out, and uh, she promises revenge. He's killed her husband. She wants revenge. That was melted her too. husband. Yeah, he was literally was on a barbecue grill, like. Yeah burning she tries to pull him off she burns her hands real bad and i was like oh this is yeah i'd be pretty pissed too that's when hey. i low-key was like okay i mean i get it you probably yeah. should have come to you probably should have come to sean but i get it no she <laughs> she immediately she's like i'll have asif's head for this shit mm-hmm. and that's fair that is fair sorry i lost my spot <laughs> <laughs> burning bodies <laughs> oh yes yes the husband is is dead she burns her hand exacts revenge He's basically on a rotisserie Stop. it's it was really sad the way she it screamed was and just, yes like, and it just door. goes to yeah. the opening credit oof that oof that hurt my feelings um no, but nobody expects to walk in and see some texas chainsaw massacre no. you know cannibal grilling going on no. unless you work for Manera and you've been murdered by her people and turned into burgers allegedly excuse me um ed comes to tell sean that you know hey like the care like what happened at the caravans like all over the news like we're attracting way too much attention um they did do a lot (laughs) i mean set the whole thing more than what was necessary but you know i feel like all we really had to do was go in there the moment you pulled out grenades you're doing a bit much. That man tried to light up like a Molotov cocktail and it didn't work. I think that he was set himself hilarious. on fire. Yeah, when he went to go throw it and somebody shot him and he just burned himself. So it's like I was he like, a little bit. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> this action scene has everything. There is a man on fire. Mm-hmm. Sean doesn't care. No. Sean does not care at all. Sean said, I I need answers and I, we, I'm going to We get couldn't see it, but I'm pretty sure Marion is in the back like, ooh, there's a man on fire. <laughs> this is the best night I've had in a while. Right. Her She's probably had up. a cocktail. <laughs> she is a, a fucking a psychopath. <laughs> um, but Sean also now knows that Lale is the one that has stolen the heroin from Asif and he, you know, is def- wants to go deal with that situation. Mm-hmm. You find out that Lale is smuggling the drugs inside the cereal boxes. Um with two very cute kids and i was like oh we just let kids hang out around our um 
in, in knockoff cereal boxes at that. Fruity they were Loops. Fruity Loops. They looked very realistic. Don't do that. They even had the bird on them. And they were made with um, lentils. <laughs> How did so you healthy see that, DJ? I told you she went back and probably watched this episode like three times. <laughs> right. So those little kids were adorable. <laughs> they were very cute. And then, you know, you little Curtis Dora the Explorer. Uh, mm-hmm. She had a very harsh mom and yeah. it was swinging hard. From from the beat, from like when you see her out of focus, I was like, that little chick looks just like Dora the Explorer. But all of them, like all of them have that harsh bob. Like that's, yeah. that's just their look. That's, that's that's their signature. That's the Not to mention their yeah. their like drug and money warehouse seemed like a lot more upbeat than than you would expect. Yes, they were. Like the kids are running around like pew, shooting pew, the employees. and the guys are yeah the guys are playing along. Like, oh no, you uh, shot no. me! That I'll get back to this box is, of drugs um, later. Cereal. Felon is cereal. Like she he said, he eats play. too much. Uh-huh. He's her. <laughs> he's her favorite. <laughs> yeah, it was super cute. And you find out that she's Auntie Lale and um, that she has a sister, mm-hmm. um, who. I don't really know if she's involved in the organization, but there's definitely no surprise as to what's being done there. Um, And she tells her, hey, listen, it's not safe. Like, take my car, leave the windows up. It's bulletproof. She knows what she's doing is is dangerous and is putting like the people that she loves at risk. But she's very committed to that operation. I low-key thought that we were going to get a blown up car. Me too. Oh, you mean like get in the car, turn the key, boom? I was like, no. That that also cemented that Lala is kind of a badass as she drives a bulletproof car. Yeah. Um, but she's also using this money to, you know, buy resources and help the people in where she's from mm-hmm. to kind of rise up against like Asif's control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I really also like this episode for this next scene. Uh Marion, aka Caitlin Catelyn Stark. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes to meet with this uh, private investigator who's finding receipts of these really big purchases. It's like a, an island mm-hmm. and a boat, like, mm-hmm. like a yacht. And he spent millions of dollars on them. From from afar, when she came into that scene, I thought it was Jill Scott. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, good for Jill Scott. Lisa, <laughs> I know let's she, take she a acts walk. from time to time. <laughs> I was like, oh, let's see if Jill Scott's going to do an English accent. And I was just thinking, like, I've never heard Jill Scott speak with an accent, so I'd be interested. She was on an HBO show called The Best Ladies Detective Agency, Agency. where she did an African accent. She did. And it wasn't bad. Was it Nigerian? Yeah, I can't remember what what country it was, but it was a a show based, and I believe filmed in Africa, but she does the accent. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh. Okay, Jill Scott, go ahead. It was Jill Scott. It was what is the lady who played Tiana um, in um, Anika Noni Rose? Anika Noni Rose. And then there was one more lady. Stuff the dome. I love her. There was one more lady. I thought she was singing in it, but I don't, she never sung. Um, But there's one more lady, and all three of them. I remember that. Eric, did you watch that? Uh, I watched most of it. I can't remember how it ended. I know they only did like one. one the number one ladies detective agency is what it was yeah. called. It, it reminded sounds cute. Me of death, death, um, death in paradise on P, um, BB, BBC. No, yeah. BBS. B- it was no, very, it was very upbeat. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It sounds cute. Yeah. This this was a book though, right? I, I believe it is based on the book. the book. Okay. Um. That we are also not here to talk about that. Oh, um, and just to to clarify, it was in Botswana. Ah. Okay. Okay. 
I like when you guys give more British people recommendations, not British people, British media recommendations. <laughs> Again, the whole purpose of this show, we watch a lot of shit on British television. I'm just <laughs> like, BBC ooh. and Sky and <laughs> Channel 4. Yep. In UK, MTV, in MPTV. Yes. I was like, you watch MTV from no. UK? <laughs> no. No. Um, but okay, so the um lady said that Finn was a squirrel. He squirreled away a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You said the island. He she said that he um got a boat, the boat that they already had, and he renamed, he renamed that it. shit. Yeah. And Catherine looked like she was going to spit nails when he <laughs> said the Floriana. And he was she was like, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh what about Jack? And she was like, nah, Jack was clean. And then she was like, so tell me about everyone else. And I was like, ah, yeah. what? <laughs> Cat- Catelyn Stark is definitely, she's behind the scenes and she's got a fucking stone cold poker face. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure out what her husband was into, mm-hmm. who knew about it, and who she's got to kill next. Mm-hmm. And she said, that's a beautiful name. And I was mm-hmm. like, oof. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, it's not going to be very beautiful for long. She's dead now for sure. <laughs> um, so, like, so she what, killed her, though, right? I I felt like she was dead. I felt okay. like other woman, and now she's dead. Okay, yeah. So we get back home, and uh, Marion is confronting Ed um, with what she's learned from the private investigator. And she asks him, did you know her? We know who the her is now, mm-hmm. uh, Floriana. Mm-hmm. And he says, no, like I've, I've never, never met her. So Ed's lying though, right? Ed's definitely lying. Okay. Yeah, Ed is the keeper of the secrets. We all yes. know this. He might not know. He did look shook when he got those Polaroids. So he may be not, might not know 100% of the extent but there's no way he didn't know. There's no way he didn't know because if he's running the clean side of it, like I think he would need to know all of the chess pieces so that he could make the right moves. It is it is that friend that like if you if you're if there's some cheating going on and you call him and you're like, hey, make up an excuse for me, he's gonna have a really good excuse if your girl calls him and asks yeah. him where you is. It's like, oh yeah, no, he's in the bathroom. Uh, yeah. I'll get him to call you right back even though you're across the state with your side piece. Low-key, I think that, like, for when he said, no, I don't, I didn't know, I low-key feel like Ed has her. Maybe that's like who they were hidden? hiding hiding yeah. away in that apartment in the shitty, because he showed up with, like, Finn showed up with a big old money. bag of money. Yeah. Yeah, and it was cash, not currency. Part, so, yeah. yeah, it's not like it could be traced. That was part of my theory. I felt like it was like pillow talk and we were paying paying somebody the mistress off and i she's gonna float back into the picture somehow well i mean she has to Uh, because she's pregnant so she is um excuse me uh elliot is uh has moved up to driver position which Mm -hmm. uh i think gets him a little closer to the action um he is picking up Billy. He takes him to <laughs> takes him uh, to drive him, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm picking up someone named Cole." And he's like, "Ooh, Cole? 
don't let Cole get into your head. Your head, right. And That's- that <laughs> scared the literal shit out of me. I was like, well, who's who's Cole? Like, who who's this man? You um, weren't the only one. It scared him, too. <laughs> he said, he's, like, looking at him out the window. He's like, wait, 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 wait. And, like, calling him, like, wait, <laughs> and Billy? I'm like, Billy? And I'm like, we're running a crime empire. Don't stick your head out of the window and start <laughs> shouting for people. <laughs> Act like you've been here before. Elliot always acts like he's brand new. <laughs> Elliot very much acts like this is his first day undercover and mm-hmm. he's not doing a good job. Nope. Um, I do. I, I also really like this episode because I feel like we're starting to get to see more people of like the crime world. So like we now we're, we're getting Luan and he's like in Nigeria at this uh, building because he he owns the buildings that um Finn was found dead in, right? Yes. He owns that he set owned, of buildings. He okay. owns that apartment. Yes. Okay. So he's like, listen, like, you know, like Sean doesn't know what he's doing. Like, I'll have like more for you. Like, we can go into partnership. And uh, you watch that uh that very uh powerful Nigerian man uh <laughs> bury that man in concrete. And I was like, woof. Which is very smart. That's a, I mean, if I, if I'm not going to chop it up and then, you know, acid it, I'm definitely going to put it in what? Put it in it's, con- it's the chop it knows, up and acid it. I mean, everyone no. knows how to get rid allegedly. of Come on. All right. All right. Allegedly. But everyone knows. I'm saving our lives. <laughs> well, no, because it's common knowledge. Like, I mean, you know how to get rid of a body. You've, if you've seen certain movies and there are movies that everyone's seen. So I'm not, I'm not like talking out of school. Like I've just watched you know, things on Google. I haven't, but there's movies that you can watch to get rid of a body. Putting them in a send in like cinder blocks did not, that did not come to me, but it definitely did after I saw that. <laughs> there's an episode of Law and Order where the lady was found in like a vat of acid. And I mean, Dick Wolf, if Dick Wolf writes it, it must be possible. I'm just saying. Well, you can't put a whole body in there. Allegedly, allegedly. You can. You to dissolve. Yes, you can. Clearly, you've never seen Breaking Bad. Well, no, I want it to dissolve and I want it to dissolve quickly. I don't want like somebody to come behind me and open it and in the process. There's still some stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, if I remember correctly, in Breaking Bad, they were putting them in the vats of acid, sealing them and then burying them so that if somebody Uh, were to come along eventually, like it's just a big old bucket of goo that you can't identify. Well, that's smart. smart. Yeah. Yeah, no, I see it. Courtney was very much like allegedly, allegedly. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I mean, everyone's seen ways to see everyone's seen ways to get rid of a body. This this was just yet another one. Yep. Speaking of bodies, (laughs) (laughs) uh, we see uh, Elliot's handler, Vic. I actually don't know if this is in the right spot, but I want to talk about this because we kind of touched on it briefly. Um, Elliot's handler, Vic. Uh, has an informant in the apartments where Finn died, I guess. Maybe not. I think it must be. It's it's close to the same spot. Like it, it, this is right after, um, if I remember correctly, right after um, Marianne goes to see her detective. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, she goes to the informant who is a neighbor of Floriana. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, like we came from. I think she said they're from like Albania Same or something village. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. together. And um, she was pregnant with Finn's baby, which mm-hmm. mm, it doesn't look great for the crime syndicate. No. 
It would not, that would not sit well with me if I was Marion. Listen, Catelyn, so. I know pop, it didn't pop. sit well with Catelyn. <laughs> no, because uh, uh, <laughs> Floriana's dead. She's, she's not, she's not great with uh, side babies. With side she babies. Not, no. Yeah. no, she is not. <laughs> Mer, indeed. Mer. Um, and now we're back to our favorite, our favorite couple, Elliot and Shannon. Uh, Are they your favorite couple? There are only couple, so right. he, they're gonna have to be our favorites because that's all we got. Okay. <laughs> you can't have too much love, like it's a a show about crime. Like I don't want a ton of like True. romantic lovey shit. I just that is where know, we differ. You need I always want to make sure that someone's like, in love. <laughs> yeah, because you have to be able to take that love away from them later. You do. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I'm sure this is going to uh, go back and bite Elliot in the ass. So. She did look kind of like, well, then why are we fucking here if we're not going to do it? And it's like, but madam, you said you had a rug that you needed to, you needed to put places. She does at least get him to do the labor of moving the rugs up to the apartment. You find out that, you know, her job within the organization is to kind of decorate these like places and stages them. And uh, there's some hot and heavy, heavy staring. And then they start to make out but before it gets too far he tells her that he is married and she's like take me home like yeah. this was a waste of our time mm-hmm. <laughs> well was, was that before or after she makes him like do the stepdad thing of playing video games with her kid oh was- he was being sneaky uh terrible undercover and taking pictures before he looked in the room and the little boy happened to be there and said hey can you play better than my mom come play with me play mario kart mean- with me what else is he gonna do? I would have beat that little kid's ass, but that's it was the thing. smartest thing though, because then Ed comes in and he's like, mm-hmm. The fuck is he doing here? Yeah. Ed is does not like Elliot at fucking all. No, 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 no. no. Which uh also helps our, our next point where he begins to question Elliot over why his daughter came home acting weird as fuck the mm-hmm. next night, uh, when he basically like spurned her advances. Mm-hmm. And, and like, what he said, he said that his grandson had a lot of weird questions for him. Do you think that Daniel saw him taking those pictures? Yes. Okay. I do. Okay. Only he seems because, like a smart kid. Mm-hmm. This isn't his first time at the rodeo. Like, right. and they don't, I don't think they're doing anything to kind of keep the kids out of the crime world. Mm-hmm. I think it's just yeah, very much like, around I'm, them. I'm yeah. sure he knows that his family is into some shady shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus, we don't know what happened to her her baby daddy he's in jail and everyone's happier that's what she said she did but i don't feel like he's in jail i feel like he's dead no, I feel because like he's dead he um double crossed somebody up in the organization yep or yeah. she got tired of him and said daddy daddy get rid of him and ed got rid of him mm-hmm. he's he's in a cinder block somewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> he is the foundation of a building because <laughs> even sean was like i like to build buildings i don't like to sit in them so maybe maybe he's holding up a building somewhere. He might be in in that concrete. <laughs> he might be he might be right up against the the um window that she was that she was you know doing it with doing the doing doing the math Elliot, right. <laughs> um. So they head to the uh this must be like Lolly's like warehouse, and uh, no one's there. There's nothing there, but. There are two dead bodies, RIP to that nice serial man <laughs> who, who didn't make it past this episode. Um, but what's 
even more alarming is that they see the kids' backpacks on the floor. So he and Ed go to check the um, camera footage. Yeah, the surveillance tapes. And uh, they realize that uh, Sean has sicked uh, coal on these on these people, and it's not looking good. Ed looks at Elliot and says, "Destroy, destroy it." And mm-hmm. he's like, "But," and he's destroy it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Elliot is uh, not going to just sit around and you know wait for kids to die. Mm-mm. Well, that's also on Sean. Like he should have told his people, "No evidence. It's a convenience store. There's probably a camera in here." Yeah. Well, yeah. it's not even that's sloppy. People. It's Cole. Cole. Yeah. And the way that he Ed looks crazy. Cole, right. The way that Ed said Cole, it's like, okay, well, like he he's crazy. He's a loose fucking cannon. This is ridiculous. Like we can't be doing this. Very very loose cannon. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Sean. Um. I'm sorry, like completely blank. I'm so sorry. Um, Sean is a okay with his choice of like sending Cole in to go shoot first, ask questions later, mm-hmm. because he wants answers. He wants to know why you're why you're selling when I've told you not to. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't seem to really be on the same page as Alex and as it kind of unfolds. Ed's like, listen, like, why did you call Cole? Like he's done X, Y, Z. And he's like, I want answers. Lale is still going around. She's getting all of her merchandise backed up and um, she's ready to smuggle this out of the country. Like I'm out of here. I'm sending my money and that's that. But she receives a call from her sister and she's like, listen, like they're going to kill my children. Like Sean wants his money. Like, Give him the money. Lale hangs up the phone and says, there's nothing wrong, which mm-hmm. shook me. I was like, <laughs> we were Auntie Lale this morning, and now we are not Auntie Lale. We are um, heartless crime board. Well, Lale. this is after they go to the amusement park, and Lale stabs a bunch of dudes, cold-blooded. She did what she it had. wasn't cold blooded. Now no. they were trying to jack our merchandise, yeah. and um, she said, "We're not using any more couriers that we don't know." Mm-mm. She she did warn them, and they yeah. well, the in dude front pulled of the knife. Around, though. Yeah, he pulled a knife on her. She had her own knife. She stabbed the shit out of him, threw him in their own van, and rolled the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Listen, which is very fair. Yeah, wiped that blood off her face and was like, "So, um, how do we get to the airport from here?" Yeah, I was like, "Basically, cold blooded." I love it. I love it too. <laughs> I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> well, believe it, baby. <laughs> um, I I really couldn't. She <laughs> she did. Um, Elliot uh, decides he's not gonna like let these these nice people die at uh, the hands of Cole. So he goes uh, and there. I believe there's a scene earlier where he's oh when he's visited. What's her name? Samantha, no, Shannon, Shannon, and he's cut the power. So he goes in and I, I don't know. I thought 
thought it would be a little more violent, but maybe I I'm desensitized since that first episode. <laughs> You've been through a lot so far. <laughs> I, I felt like I was waiting for honestly more violence. I never thought I'd say this, but I was waiting for you know a little more of something. I thought it was pretty violent. Did His fight with Cole? Yeah, it's yeah. a quick little gunfight. Yeah, like I just thought there would be more, and then I think he had like an axe or something. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just I thought it's definitely would... toned down from the last episode. Yeah. Yes. What got was. me with this is, or when I was like, oh my gosh, was when he um, put the bag over his head. And oh, when he like, like... <laughs> right, he cleared it open. And I'm like, you're not supposed to do that. How can you do that? <laughs> Your brain is supposed to be like so discombobulated that you can't like open it up. You're not supposed to um, figure out how to open it up. How did he figure out how to do that? But I think it only works on like super clear bags because your brain can see out of it and thinks that you're fine when you're not. And so that is why you get discombobulated and you can't figure out to just open the, open the bag. It looked like alien. (laughs) And uh, when he was tearing it open, at least for me. And um, well, the Lale sister and the kids try to escape, but then uh, (laughs) they're hovered into a corner and I'm like, damn, like, Elliot's like down bad. <laughs> he's, he's on the ground. He's trying to get up, but Cole's got his foot on him and he's like, mm-mm, I'm, I'm going to kill them and you're going to watch it. And I, I really didn't think there's any hope for them. I was like, damn, they're all about to die. Like Dora and her sister and their mom, like they're all going to die. And um, Ed opens the, <laughs> the elevator doors and bam shoots him and i did we think it was going to be ed or did we think it was going to be vic no i didn't think it was going to be anybody i told you i thought they were they were goners i'd killed them in my mind he called somebody when he was in the in the little room he called somebody and said hey um i what did he say he either said hey i need your help i'm in a i'm in a situation and i need your help or something like that and so I was like, oh. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Or. So I, I thought was he was looking for someone like the police. That would so have like been my Vic, first instinct. Like Vic and them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, but again, Ed. But I don't know that he can kind of rely on that because he doesn't want them to know how close I think he's getting to the situation. So I don't know if, you know, he can kind of call them to like bail him out bail the him way out. that he did with the, the he, mattress. Yeah, so he also has like a clearly he calls like a number that I think it's like a garage or something whenever he has to call Vic mm-hmm. and like leave a message. Yeah. So that I, I guess if somebody like taps his phone and like who's he calling and they call and they're like, oh, it's a garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was just surprised that he called Ed, but I mean, it makes sense because, you know. Well, especially after the last time he talked to Ed about, you know, what happened with him and his daughter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Clearly, I, I'm assuming he took for like that the fact that um, Shannon took a liking to Ed. I mean, to uh, to Isaac, mm-hmm. Elliot, and that, <laughs> I that breeze right Ed didn't him. want him to die. Yeah, he's like, oh, my daughter likes him, so maybe I'll I'll keep him around. I'll help. Yeah, but I also, also think that Elliot he wants to know what Elliot knows, yeah. and yeah. I think he he's trying to kind of keep tabs on him because Elliot did just kind of show up out of nowhere, and he's kind of got his ear to everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a little too good. He's very sus and very thirsty about being involved in everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my God. One thing that he should have been involved in is his daughter. And he kind of blew that off. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, that's like a very easy in. And I feel like you kind of just moved right past it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but- I mean, he said he was married and, you know, that yes. was kind of endearing. You know. mm, I feel like it's gonna it's gonna draw attention. Someone's gonna go looking into Elliot's background. Oh, it's definitely yeah. No, you definitely. can't share too many details. I think if you're gonna do their your sketchy side life, I feel like it's gonna be Shannon, or that's her name, Shannon. Mm-hmm. Shannon, I feel like yes. it's gonna be Shannon <laughs> the way that she right <laughs> Samantha. Um, the way that she like the way that she just pulled away and snatched mm-hmm. her her shirt. That's very that's giving me very much like well, I've got some dirt to look for. Um or a woman to look up so mm-hmm. thank you for that okay, maybe. I, mean, I, don't, I don't like that shit right there mm-hmm. no no i don't but i think the final scene of this episode was really really good so sean uh finally goes to confront lala and uh she finally admits like you know like i i did steal acid shipment but i'm using it to empower my people mm-hmm. and Instead of killing her, he realizes that none of her money has left the ground and he fucking burns it in burns front it. of her. Oh my God. All of that work I did, all of the blood I shed to mm-hmm. get this and you just burned it. That all of those was boxes of free loops. Wild to me. <laughs> and she, he's like, do you think I would like kill kids? And in my head, I'm like, yes. Maybe, I, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Are we not watching the same crazed man? (laughs) We are, but I never, like, that's the thing. I never thought that Sean would kill the kids and the- He might've killed the sister. (laughs) He Well, maybe, maybe, but I never thought that, like, he would kill the kids. I always thought that he would kill Lale, but I thought that he was trying to, like, force her hand and see, like, how bad of a bitch she really was. Like, how far she'd go. Right. He did say he would burn the city to the ground to find out who killed his father. Right, but, but I and I think, think he's he knows- so, but I think he's so, like, moved by his grief that I don't think that he'd be acting out of, like, logic. I think he'd be like, well, you're you're hurting me, and now I'm going to hurt you. But I don't think that this situation equates to the father's death. I think this is a completely separate entity. I think yeah, this that, is this is straight gang shit. Right. This is you stole from me because you, know, you disobeyed an order, which I told you we mm-hmm. were locked down until I finished grieving and found out who killed my dad. You went ahead and did your own thing and then also went against another person in our parlay. So now you're starting to like fuck with my business along yeah. with my heart. No, I'm going to teach you not to do that. I did think he like fucked up by not killing her because she's a she as we've seen a very stone. Yeah, she's very dangerous. She I would I would have put two hot ones squarely behind in her head while she was watching that um those boxes burn. And then I would have gotten the but why aunt, didn't it because <laughs> I would have got the aunt and the um kids to a separate place and just been like, listen, you guys are fine. Um you know, we are working with Lale. Somebody took Lale. We don't know who, but we're just making sure that you guys are safe. Stay, you know, hidden. Don't come out. You guys mm-hmm. will be fine. And that'll be the end of that. Done. Well, I'm glad he didn't kill her because I really want to see how that, how the dynamic between Lale and um, Asif kind of changes and like if there's any changes. Because he doesn't, she said it, I think at some point that he doesn't even remember that nope. he did this. And nope. she's holding on to so much. I think I think that's what drives her 
her ambition is is that grief of him you know killing her husband yeah so i want to see more of like that kind of dynamic play out but they do this scene where he's got like the knife to her and he's like i can make you bigger than than asif and i was like are you guys gonna kiss like (laughs) this there was sexual tension i felt it and i was like i was like but what if he just like cut her real quick and then like lick the blood like is that too sociopathic but like it felt like we were going there I liked it. I would like that. But I, yeah. that's I felt like it was good. I'll write it in my fan fiction. And um, <laughs> basically, she just has to, you know, chalk up that L and, you know, know her place. And um, that's the end of episode yeah, three. I, I, I feel like her, her choices at this point are either eat it or come back even harder. And I what feel do like she's, she's going to do? I think she's going to I was just about to harder. ask the question. Do you like, really? Yeah. She doesn't seem like the type to let something go. She doesn't. Can't keep a bad bitch down. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I would have killed her. Damn. You, I listen. Game no, she, nice game. she's she's right. Like uh, th- this isn't like the meatpacking thing, like where, no. where you kill one guy or you kill them all. No, like she's clearly dangerous. She's just stabbed like two guys in a parking lot like thirty minutes before that scene. Yeah, and it made the whooshing sound, and I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. It was like, all right, okay. I mean, at least you know I wasn't watching it. I feel like I don't like when they count them. They're like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah she was she was step 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 she she hit him prison style. Mm-hmm. And, and and again, in terms of violence, this one is very light as yes. opposed to the last two episodes. I feel like they knew like I was hey, she's gonna have to talk about it. Let's make it mild. <laughs> they did give me like an orgy, and I appreciate the theme that we're working with here when I have to host. Um but yeah, that's the end of episode three. I think in these next couple episodes i think we're going to see a lot of division between alex and um sean mm-hmm. i think that's just kind of the name of the game now and i also low-key kind of feel like sean's they're going to make sean go into hiding because he's ordered too many hits too many things that are bringing too much attention i you think my baby's got to go to hiding i, feel I think he's like, got to cool out <laughs> yeah i feel like uh ed is going to try to play the brothers against each other and get um, get Billy to kind of take over because I feel like he can maybe mold Billy more because Billy Billy just wants to help, right? And if he has to go against his brother, then I feel like Ed's going to play that against him. Marion is not going to Marion Martha Marion Marion <laughs> Catlin. Why'd um, you say that name? <laughs> she's not going to like that. At no, all. Yeah. Sean's her favorite for sure. Yeah. I think. Well, I mean, well, her favorite for the organization, she yeah. does. She wants to protect her other baby, but yeah, she Billy's knows her that, baby. that Sean, I think, is going to be like the one who keeps the organization running. running. Yeah. I also hope that we'll see more of the sister because we only saw her the one time and I yeah. kind of would love to see. And we didn't see her in episode two or anything when they did that flashback. So I'm kind of hoping that maybe we'll see kind of more of the dynamic and kind of how she left the the family if there's anything anything to it at all but i really like these two episodes i feel like there's so much more like story development and i i want to find out about our pregnant mistress that's number one on my oh she's dead i fully believe that she's a goner if marion knows about her yeah she's definitely she's either dead or she's uh, she's you know hired somebody to take her out Mm -hmm. Do you think or hire somebody to capture baby? her so she could take her out. Right. Do you think she's keeping the baby or no? I think maybe, like, just because it's his baby. 
Mm-hmm. We don't also don't know how far along she is. So I wonder if there's, if she was pregnant and like the baby's just like premature or whatever in mm-hmm. some other place, or if they like killed her and the baby. I don't know. For some reason, I don't see Marion killing the baby. I do see her killing the mistress, though. Like, pop yeah. But well, I mean, it, a little... I was say, I feel like Ed clearly knows where she is. Yeah. 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 She's probably yeah. living in one of those apartments because I do remember. Um, he probably making a point. He probably to moved say, her. Yeah. But Shannon made it like a really good point that she was like, we have like all of these apartments and they're vacant. So I feel like she's somewhere in one of those apartments. in one of those vacant apartments yep. that nobody will get. I feel like she was there to begin with because nobody like it wasn't on their turf. It was on Luan's turf. Mm-hmm. And it was so such a shitty place that no one would suspect it. That's fucked up that like all of them are keeping that secret for him away from his wife. Like... I'm part of this business too. Don't be doing that shit. I feel like I'll that's par. F- that's par for the course when you're in like a mob family. I would tear the whole the whole family down. But is she really a part of it, or just kind of like the wife of the head? You know what I mean. I still feel like there's very much like a. I feel like she doesn't have anything to do with the business, but she mm-hmm. is definitely like ride or die. Yes, I feel like she might make decisions, but not that many. I don't know. I feel like. She just seems very integral. Like she knew enough to go and get her own um, squirrel, her own mm-hmm. not squirrel, yeah. but her PI. own like PI to get that information. And it was a woman that she chose. I just, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like she, she, she's a, a good mobster in her own right. If that makes yeah. sense. I would have liked I, to I feel see like her she, take over the business. Yeah, I, saying, I feel like she's one of the kinds where like. Like, uh, like a, uh, this is a terrible comparison, but very much uh, Barack and Michelle, where like Michelle is mm-hmm. very smart and com- and like competent in her own right, but she kind of mm-hmm. backs out of the way to let her husband be the the face of things. Yeah, but don't she- get it twisted. I would like to see Michelle. Yeah, now that it's over. She's like Barry, get the fuck out of the way. I got a show coming. I got a book deal. Oh my like, gosh, so cute. Yeah, <laughs> adorable. Um, she has a she has a children's show coming out soon. They, they announced it the other day. Yeah, a little yeah. puppets. <laughs> That's my speed. Puppets <laughs> and Michelle Obama. She looks and beautiful. <laughs> she looks yeah. great. Um. So that's the end of my chaotic episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> next week will be hosted by Minira. And be covering um, episodes four and five. Yeah. How many episodes is this? Nine episodes. Nine. Yeah. Wow. So. We got three more episodes, so okay. we get a, another round robin. Mm-hmm. Oh, so it ends on you, actually. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, less chaotic. Oh, I doubt. It's, I, I feel like it's gonna be more. You got the season finale in there. I know. Mm-hmm. No pressure. I should really check the <laughs> check that one. I'll no. get there eventually. Like but... I said, as, as soon as we're done here, feel free to to jump ahead two episodes. Oh, or more. It's up to you. I okay. I I feel like it'll just be two because I kind of like us all on the same footing and where I can theorize, I don't have to be like. <laughs> you mean like with Bridgerton, where you had already seen them like six Maneer times? Had watched right. it like seven <laughs> times by the time we had like gotten to the very end. She's like, "Yeah, like this is just my like everyday watch." <laughs> good on you for not spoiling watch. though. You're yeah, welcome. you did a very, I was very good job. Proud of myself. I was very proud of myself because we. I was over here just. 
Yeah. Normally, <laughs> normally she's like a little kid with a secret, like, oh, that's up somebody. Eat me up inside. It was a little bit when um when you were guys were like, Oh, I wonder when who, we were theorizing um, about yes, Lady Whistledown. I was like, like Oh, I mm, I don't know. <laughs> Which you totally freaking knew. That's what kills me is that you're just like, mm, yeah, I wonder. Even though I've watched all the episodes. I, <laughs> who could she I totally be? wonder. <laughs> no idea. Whatever. All right. Where can they find us, Eric? <laughs> uh, you can send us an email, concentratedpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at concentratedpod. It's our handle there. We have a Facebook group. Uh, just search uh, Concentrated Podcast on Facebook or facebook.com slash Concentrated Podcast. Um, we also have a phone number if you want to call and talk to us about Gangs of London or any of the British shows that we've talked about so far or will talk about. Uh, that number is 301-531-4393. Um, and anything else? We have a YouTube channel where... We we have uh, we have this we have uh, throwing bows which is about MMA we have the regular podcast we have our um, heralds of the MCU which is currently all about Wandavision and whew, that shit's getting crazy mm-hmm. so a uh, lot of, lot of things that you can check out featuring us we're doing things we're doing we're doing big things big, big things, things big things I almost did it and I will <laughs> let you know what the accent not that good pull it back pull it back babe. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode. We'll see you again next week. Goodbye. Peace. Bang, bang. Oh, we're not. I thought we were (laughs) (laughs) No, we're done. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't have one loaded up for that. Goodbye, y'all. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you.